Hi there. Welcome to the pastor's table. We're excited to have you with us today. We've been talking about prayer and developing a strong, healthy, confident prayer life. We're so glad you're with us as we open up Ephesians chapter one. We're going to talk about that and how the word of God can be magnified, lifted up and work together with you developing that great strength in prayer. We want you to be confident in God. Talk to him like he is your friend because he is. We love you so very much. Thank you for listening today. Have fun today. Hi, welcome to the pastor's table. Today we're going to start in Ephesians 1. So why doesn't everybody turn there? Ephesians 1 and we're going to start in, let's see, let's start in verse 17. In verse 17 it says that this is Paul speaking and he's about to pray for the Ephesians. He says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And I could go on, there's much more to this prayer, but I want to focus on um, verses 17 and 18 here. In verses 17, it says that we can, he's, Paul is praying that the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God our Father would be enlightened to them, that the light would turn on in the inside of them to that knowledge and the hope of their calling. He wanted, he wanted the Ephesians to understand their calling that God had in their life. He wanted them to understand about God in their life. And this is a way that we can pray for ourselves. We've been talking a lot about prayer and coming boldly to the throne room and, and um, when you can involve the elders and when um, you need to be going to God yourself. And today we're going to talk about going to God yourself and, and how you can go to God yourself and learn about talking to God, about praying to God, about talking with Him, con conversing with Him about things that are going on in your life. And this is a, a good way to start. And, you know, I, I pray this prayer over myself and over my family a lot. I, you know, I, I just I simply say, Lord, I just pray for the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you as I, as I pray. And I, I continue on with that, and He gives that to me because I've asked for it. And He says that, you know, what, what we've asked for him, he, he wants to give to us. That's right. Amen. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, well, when I think about God's plan and God's plan for my life, uh, he knows the plan. Mm -hmm. And so he's going to tell me the plan. Mm -hmm. And so many times I think people go and they go about their day and they, they make decisions and they decide what they're going to do, mm -hmm. what's my job going to be, and then what I'm, where I'm going to go, where I'm going to live. And then they pray to God after they've made these important decisions <laughs> and they pray and ask God to bless them in them or can you pray for me you know about this job uh -huh. and they didn't go to God first mm -hmm. and get his get his guiding and get his leading and and have a discussion with him and allow him to lead you in the plan mm -hmm. because that's not his plan that's your plan mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think in all of it when we you approach the plan and you talked about praying the scripture and, and it's, we're not saying that you can never pray a scripture over mm -hmm. yourself. You mm -hmm. know that the word of God is going to come to pass. You have faith for that. You can have mm -hmm. a bold application in, in the sense of you can trust it. You can yeah. trust that the word will work. 
And it, but use it like a, what I call a launch pad. So just like Pastor Neil said when he prayed about that scripture from Ephesians chapter one, then he prayed it in a way that involved his family. Mm-hmm. And so it was a beginning place and said, let, let the revelation come, mm-hmm. let understanding come, let the plan be mm-hmm. revealed. Yeah. Yeah. So that we use it in that way. And, and I, I know when I first started, because I, I like formulas personally, I like the way that they unfold and it, and it tries to help me feel confident in that I didn't break any rules. <laughs> and uh, there's a place where you need to break out of that yeah. kind of uh, idea. It's not that confessions are wrong. We we make a good confession, and and I wanted to launch into something, but I'm gonna I'm gonna lay this bomb, and I'm gonna have our Pastor Jason is so good with teaching, so I'm just gonna open up this can of worms for many. Thank you. Because when, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> How we pray when we come, because we want to see everybody have a good, solid, confident prayer life. Yeah. We always close this way, and we start this way. Oh, oh Heavenly Father. And then we call it in Jesus' name. Now in Colossians chapter 1 and 3, 3, Colossians 3 verse 17 says, Whatsoever you do in word and deed, do all in the Mm -hmm. name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. So we tack on in Jesus' name in all these things we do, and we make Jesus' name a formula. Mm -hmm. Have I launched it for you? (laughs) Sure, yeah. Sure. So first of all, that happens to be one of the things that I do a lot <laughs> out, of, out of habit. Yeah. 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 Praying, praying, praying in Jesus' name. Yeah. Yes. And so very often, or you know how we do that with amen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We do the same thing with amen. Amen does not mean I'm finished praying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it doesn't? So yeah, be it. We put it at the end, amen. And that means I'm done praying now. Yeah. Yes. But that's actually not what amen means that's either. Right. It no. means so be it. Yeah. 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 Right? And so when we tack on G- in Jesus' name, Amen. At the end, amen. Yes. Because that's what, how we've learned how to pray. And you get, I mean, I still do that and catch myself doing Me that too. so many times. Like, oh, I still do that. And it's, it just comes by habit because we've learned a certain way to pray. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, we're going to follow this pattern. I'm going to pray in this particular way, like the Lord's Prayer. Mm-hmm. Our Father who art in heaven. And you'll use the King James English and, and, and <laughs> go through this system of praying. And, and, I think when you're starting out and you don't know anything about prayer, that can be helpful. Absolutely. Because it it brings you into a way of praying. But if you stick with that and don't let that come from your heart and be personal, then all you're doing is a formula Mm -hmm. in your prayer. And there is no formula to pray. God doesn't go, oh, yes, you prayed exactly the correct way. I'm going to answer your prayer now. Right. It, it doesn't work that way. Like Pastor Neil was saying in our last episode, God hears your heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got to pray with your heart, mm-hmm. not just with your memorization of the uh, particular right. pattern of prayer. Um, this verse in, in back in Ephesians that we're looking at, it's funny because um, I was recalling as you were reading this how in, in my life when I first really started getting a hold of God's Word and realized that there's there's life in this Word, there's yes, revelation in this right. Word. So, you know, I first had those first few experiences where I'm hearing someone teach the Word, or I'm reading my Bible, and that light starts to shine on the inside. I go, oh, this is amazing. I never saw yes. this before. That's this by having the eyes of your heart flooded with light. Mm-hmm. That's that experience. So I started having this experience before I knew this prayer was in here. Uh. And then one day I heard someone talk about how I prayed this prayer over myself for six months and then all of a sudden God's word opened up. 
So I thought, I'm going to try that too. <laughs> I'm going to do the same thing. So I started praying this and got bored because yeah. <laughs> nothing was happening. And the light that was going on seemed to stop going on. Yeah. I'm like, it actually did the, the opposite. And it, how could it do the opposite? Because I was doing this, copying somebody else, mm -hmm. doing this as a formula to try to get something from God, not even realizing he was already doing, doing that yeah, in already. me already. Right. Yeah. That's right. And how often do we do things like that? Lots. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe more than we would care to admit on TV. <laughs> Nonetheless. Yeah. In all of the years of ministry and life as a believer, I can tell you I was always thrilled when I had one of those. And I, I'm sorry, but it's the truth, uh, especially when you're younger and they get someone behind a microphone who doesn't have the glorious light shining. And they have gone on for what seems like an eternity, only we're still here on earth, so it can't be. And, and you hear that in Jesus' name and something inside you goes, thank you. And, and the, you know that the end has finally come and you're grateful. But we don't want it to be that way and God doesn't want it to be that way. And it, he wants your prayer life to be dynamic. And when mm. there's an unfolding, a revelation, uh, just an understanding. It's not necessarily even back to when we're talking about principle. It's not a based on a thing mm -hmm. or what he does. Mm -hmm. That revelation and the light shines when it's about who he is. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. When the who he is comes alive. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. And you can see that right here in this verse. Yeah. The w spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Knowing him. Mm -hmm. Yeah by having the eyes of your heart flooded with light. Mm -hmm. But it's about knowing Him. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. How could you not know what to do? If you've <laughs> had that actually in operation. Yeah. You know? I think uh, sometimes we're like too focused on the answer. And He is the answer. Mm -hmm. It says He is the answer. And so we, we need the answer to be, choose this. These are my, all my options. You choose A, uh -huh. or you, or you know, or this. You know, we don't know what to do. Okay, well, you just go do this, and it's not about that. It's about <laughs> Him, and He'll reveal it. He'll show it to you. If you're in a room and you're trying to find something in the room, if the light is on, you can find it. Mm -hmm. You can find it mm -hmm. easily. It's mm -hmm. you know, to just turn on the light, and there it is. And so I think we're I think we're just turning off the light and trying to find things in the dark without inviting him to be there to help us look for the things and, mm -hmm. and look for those answers. But if we know him, he is the answer, mm -hmm. so we have the answer. Mm -hmm. That's such a, I could even add to your analogy, because mm -hmm. it's such a good analogy there with the light being on, trying to find something in the dark. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and much of what we do is like, okay, give me the step-by-step -step directions to guide my way through the darkened room yeah. to find where I put something. <laughs> and we're, okay, well, we'll go to this verse Turn first, Turn yeah. right. and then we'll go to this prayer, and then we'll ask this person, uh -huh. and then that will guide us somehow to the answer that we're looking for. Mm -hmm. And we do things like that yeah. instead of going to the one who is the light, and he flicks the light on, and there it is. There's the answer right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just last night um, we were watching a service from uh, EMIC, which is Kenneth Copeland's church down in, in Texas, and and uh, we were watching it on the iPad, but we had an HDMI cord that we plugged into the iPad so we could watch it on our TV. And it was great. It was a great service. And 
after it was done, we wanted to plug the HDMI cord back into the back of the PVR, the, the digital recorder. So I'm back there, and I'm looking around, and I, I think I've got it in the right spot, and I'm pushing in, and I, but it's not going into the spot, so I flip it around and try, maybe it's the other way, and I just, I can't get it in, into the spot, and so I, I'm like, hey, Bethany, can you just come and, and put your light on in this? And, and, and so she tries a couple of different positions with the light, and I'm like, no, I still can't see, so she had to put her hand underneath the, the TV stand, and so that it was shining in the light, and as soon as the light was there, it took me three seconds to get that into into the receptacle. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, mm. absolutely. And when you want to see the answer, know the answer, put the plug in the right hole, mm -hmm. sometimes it's difficult to know because there's so many other voices or so many other things. You think, oh, I just want to get it in there. Or, mm -hmm. and, and you want to take a shortcut. Mm -hmm. You thought you didn't have to make all the arrangements with light first. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. So you just go ahead, right, so many times. And we're not saying that we don't ever, or any of us, haven't ha experienced those times where we w wanted to see a relative saved or uh, uh, someone we care about. We want to know how to pray for them. We want to know how to be in faith for them. How do we approach that? Those are all really valid questions. Mm -hmm. yeah. And and how do I pray for myself if sickness tries to come at my door? Mm -hmm. And and if we go back and we say, all right, so there we are. Do I get out a formula? Do I go back to that place where uh, I need to stand in the Word of God? I've had sickness knock on my door a few times in life and some worse than others. Uh, in my personal household, uh, not any of our children, but uh, in our personal household that I grew up in, every one of our family members had, has had to face cancer, including myself. And so I needed to, I thought at first that there was some sort of family curse that came along, but I realized at the more I studied the Word of God and believed for light to come, light began to come into it, and I wasn't so much searching for a miracle anymore, because then originally I was. Mm -hmm. mm, I was yeah. praying a bunch of of scriptures to try and obtain a miracle. Mm. Mm. And That's it right. sounds really right. Why isn't it right? Because um, actually Andrew Womack talks about this. It, the miracle is, is a, uh, a momentary suspension of natural laws that God has put in place. But if we walk in the truth of the word, like healing, his scriptures on healing. If we get a revelation of the truth of the scriptures of healing and have have faith in God about what He says is true and will happen in our bodies, we then start to walk in the blessing mm -hmm. of God, and it becomes a, a lifestyle of healing and wholeness and health that that just becomes part of our life. It's it is part of part of the the covenant um, that we the new covenant that we that Jesus bought for us on the cross, and so we can walk day by day in that wholeness and that healing um, instead of having to suspend natural laws to have a miracle happen in our lives. I mean, God, if God needs to do that, God can do that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. If you need those suspension of those natural laws and you need a miracle in your life, absolutely. But um, the better way, the more excellent way is to walk in that truth and, and in faith that what God says in his word is true and will happen in our lives. That's right. Like, as he is, so are we in the world. Yeah. And I don't think there was any place where Jesus was like, okay, I stop. I'm feeling, I'm sick. I need to pray for myself to be healed. <laughs> no. He, there was never an instance in here where he was praying 
for himself to be healed. (laughs) And he walked in wholeness. And that is something that we can have and walk in. And we can position our, like, we don't have to, like, go through life and be sick. Just like we don't have to, you don't have to die. I love, Gloria Copeland at her healing schools always brings up that you don't have to die sick. Amen. Mm -hmm. That you can live this world, you can be in this world and have that wholeness in operation. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I am challenging myself in that. And then when was it Kenneth Hagen that never had to have an aspirin, or was it or yes, yeah, yes. Kenneth Hagen never had to take an aspirin? That means he never had a headache. Mm-hmm. Yes, and mm-hmm. he was sick. He you know he he was miraculously healed. Mm-hmm. But you know, can we live that way? Mm-hmm. Can we? And and I think that part of it is we look to other answers. We look to Tylenol. Mm-hmm. We look to this. Mm-hmm. We look to that when we don't look to him first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we're talking about here, it's um, one of the, I would probably say it's something that I think you've also said this as well, Pastor Rev. You can't live off of someone else's revelation. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's that's right. true. Um, and that's very much like saying, you know, um, for your own salvation, well, my parents are saved. Yes. So yeah. I guess I'm going to heaven too yeah. when I die. Well, yeah. no. well, it doesn't. No, no, no. You need to know him for yourself. Surprise, right? Surprise. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard the Bible. Yeah, I've yeah. heard the gospel. Mm-hmm. I've heard about these things. Just because you've heard about it or believe in it, mm-hmm. first that someone else believes in it, mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't mean that it's living in you. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So right. it's got to be real to you. And it's the same thing with what we're talking about here mm-hmm. with answers to prayer, or or any other uh, subjects that we're talking about. It's not a matter of simply just knowing the answer. Mm-hmm. It's where that light comes on. And, mm-hmm. and that yeah. such a great uh, analogy uh, when it comes, when you're talking about healing and, and such. It's not just knowing, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna go and pray all the healing scriptures. Because mm-hmm. by doing that, therefore I will get healed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not a matter, it's not the doing of it. It's mm-hmm. the light shining on the inside when it gets real to you. Mm-hmm. That is the place where you can see, oh, I'm healed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, God That's has right. provided this for me. It's so easy. It's, it's when he shines the light in your heart. It's not because you read 15 verses today or mm-hmm. you've been reading your chapter every day. Mm-hmm. It's not based on that. Mm-hmm. It's based on him shining his light mm-hmm. in you. And that's why mm-hmm. someone else can s- stand and say, yeah, this is what I did to get healed. I, I was reading my Bible and, and I was doing these things. And we look at that as the answer. Oh, yeah. that's the answer. Right. But as long as we're doing that, we're still grasping for something mm-hmm. in the dark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. We're exactly. still reaching in the dark yeah. mm-hmm. because it's, oh, I'm going to do that. Yeah, that's great. It, you, that, that was five verses a day for 30 days and then this happened. Well, I'm going to do the same thing because I want the same result. Mm-hmm. 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 But that's still reaching and grasping in the dark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not until that light shines in your heart, which God does. That's what this verse is talking yes, about. Mm-hmm. He absolutely. shines that light in the heart. And when he does that, the light mm-hmm. comes on, then it's right there. The mm-hmm. answer is there. It's just a matter of walking in the light as he is in it. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you that confessing the word was never a bad thing. Nope. No. Mm-hmm. Faith came. Yeah. Yeah. So while I was confessing all those scriptures, mm-hmm. the light came mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and something happened. My ears heard yeah. the word. Yeah, and that's so right. Because my ears heard, faith rose. Yeah, yeah. 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 and we can set ourselves differently because when, when we, we're hearing we about this where like someone tells you this is how I did it. Mm-hmm. And so we, and we can set ourselves differently to instead of hearing a formula 
or hearing, mm -hmm. that's how they did it. Oh, I can do that. But set it in the right place. If God did that for them, he can yeah. do he can do things for me too. That's right. Yeah. And allow not it to be a formula, but allow it to be that testimony right. that yeah. strengthens your frame Amen. and you can turn it differently mm -hmm. instead of looking for the formula. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, um, God made all of us as individuals. So he's going to treat us as individuals. Yeah. He's right. going to treat you as an individual and the way that he speaks to you is going is going to be in a manner that speaks to your heart that he knows will get through to your heart and and um, be able to help you pray, help you to to come to faith for for healing and whatever else it is that you're believing for. Amen. 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 Have a great day. God bless.